0: than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a beautiful day out there. wish I was out there. Well we may we may get out there yet i don't know who knows i'm using a new microphone today if you can tell my new blue yeti nano came in and it's a beaut and we're trying it out right now and i want to talk about the weather since i'm looking like at a nice sun out there weather patterns in your campaign now we're not going to delve too deep but we'll talk about that after this Okay, weather patterns. I, I, I don't like, this is the kind of thing where it's kind of nitpicky, but sometimes it can bear on your adventure. And sometimes if you change it up, it makes it even more interesting. For instance, if you, I, I assume most people have their camping worlds in somewhat temperate areas in their world. And as you know, the closer you get to the... Like in Earth, the closer you get to the poles, the colder it gets. And the warmer it gets when you get to the equator because the sun tends to shine, you know, right along that equator line and everything else is diffused. So, I'm wondering if the characters ever think about that. You think? I don't know. Uh, It's it's not something I want to, you know, make my players pay attention to too much, but there are times in adventures where you do have to pay attention to that. There are certain adventures that take place up in the north, up in the cold, you know what I'm saying? And if they're not prepared, well, there may be a bit of a problem if you want to emphasize it. Or some desert situation, same thing, only the opposite. Desert can really wear you down uh, as far as the heat, just the oppressive heat. And the cold, well, you know, you got to you know, you got to keep your body warm, you got to keep your core temperature going. So, you may want to do some, I don't know, at from time to time, you may want to do, you know, adjustments, adjustments in, in those kind of things, as in pluses or minuses and for fatigue and, and heat and cold. And, you know, I, I myself know, I'd rather be real hot, too hot than too cold. Because cold, it starts affecting my joints. I have a hard time moving my fingers. And, you know, I just can't, I can't perform the way I need to when I need to perform giving stuff. So I prefer the hot. I will take hits off of like, say, you're a little dehydrated. I will take a minus one or minus two on, say, saves or something like that until you get, until you take care of the problem. I mean even in equipment choosing you should think about where they they should think about where they're going to go a little bit maybe bring a nice coat or a blanket if it's too cold or something like that but not too like I said not too hard and there are scenarios where it takes place there and you know in, the, in those kind of regions so you got to worry about that there's also other weather factors fog for instance fog cuts down your visibility even if you have Like, I don't know, dark vision or infrared, not so much, or UV. But if you have, like, dark vision and there's a fog bank, that even goes for spells, like, you know, wall fog, things like that. They may be able to see through the dark, but they may not be able to see through the fog. Who knows? And if you're doing a seafaring campaign, you're going to run into fog a lot. Also, Rain. Rain is something you've got. I find when I say like fooling around tweaking, tweaking scenarios, because, you know, nobody, ever th- a lot of people don't think about the weather when they tweak scenarios. Oh, I want to take this desert thing and put it in the cold or something like that. Okay, that's fine. But have you ever just taken a regular adventure and have it just pouring rain, lightning, thunder, you know, the works. And have the characters deal with that that would be interesting i mean it's a it's a it, it could be a minor inconvenience it could be a major thing you know depending on depending on where they're going and what they're doing if they're going into the hall of the mountain king that's opening you know it's got his door on the side there and going into a dungeon it may not be a big thing but you know if they're dealing with Something like a, a mine or some kind of slag heap or something where you have to go out in the or even encounters encounters in the rain. I find fascinating because both sides are kind of to me both sides are kind of disadvantaged because you have you know the, the the PCs they may have minuses to their movement they have minuses to their hits damage you know name it but at the same time so do the monsters so do the opponents. Unless they, unless it's like a a rainforest or something like that where they're adapted, that's another thing. Monsters, monsters can adapt easier than people going in there to do this, do their thing, to to do the adventure because they live there. They live there, and you can change things around. Put a snow orc out there. Put just to put put some like a coat of fur on something and stick it out in the in the. In the hinterlands of the cold north or something like that. You know, change them around. Um, a desert remorse or something like that. I don't know. That's the first thing i think of. I don't know why all the time. So, whether, whether you can really use to advantage or disadvantage. But like I said, like anything else, don't push it too hard. I would not push it too hard. If it's part of the scenario, well, that's that's one thing. If you want to make it part of the scenario, that's another thing. But I'm not going to dun my players. At, I don't want this as an excuse for D, for jams to dun their players at every turn. Okay, it's just something they have to you know, be aware of. Uh, inside a Volcano. I, when I played Tunnels and Trolls with uh, Ken St. Andre at one time, his scenario took place inside a Volcano. And we had to take these magical pills or draughts or potions or something that would let us deal with the extreme heat of a volcano. Otherwise, we were hosts, which means we had a time limit on this. That's another thing. If you've got some magical way around this, give give it only so much, so long. You know, kind of like going underwater. You know, give it so just give it so long because then you've got a time limit. Then you've got a time crunch, which is good for a scenario. So. Those are some of the things to keep in mind for that. All right, got to go start my day. So, if you want to talk about this with me or, or to me or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com and or you can drop a voicemail at Anchor. I am whistling today. I don't know why. And we are monetized. So, as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan Dorsey, Wendell Jensen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Sorez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell. Big thank you to him, you today. Jason and John Allen Large. Thank you, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G, The Young Grognar Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. So, until, we, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <coughs>